0: Who's out there?
1: (laughs) Just the entire world.
2: Well, well, welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler, and life is short, and then you die. (laughs) The wind blows wherever it wants, so uh, have a great week. Nah, just kidding. Dave's here to tell us why there's more, and there's a twist, but before we go and get it twisted, now that they've finished wondering whether the rumbling they've been feeling inside themselves all day is the bubbling spring of eternal life or something else, let's welcome in our favorite co-hosts, Marin and
1: Barry. Good day, guys. Good day. Good Good day day. to you. It's definitely the bubbling spring of eternal life, because I'm... Probably never gonna die because I'm young and yeah. I have, there's nothing to worry about. It's, Who am I? Um, just gonna ignore that rumbling. No, it, I'm 35. No. I'm definitely gonna
2: die.
3: <laughs> it's LaCroix.
2: LaCroix. LaCroix. I'm that LaCroix. Do you guys do that? Do you do the LaCroix
3: thing? I don't. because I'm about not... an hour ago. Bubbling Spring. Yeah. I'm just not
1: entirely sure that we're all pronouncing it correctly. Crocs <laughs> I don't know. There's probably like some silent syllable that we yeah. just don't LaCroix. realize. Yeah, LaCroix. 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 Dave, good day. Hey.
2: And we guys have a special guest today, Jesse Harris. Yay,
1: hey, Jesse. Yay.
0: Good to be here. Are we back? There, there,
1: there
2: it is. How you doing, Jesse?
0: I'm great.
2: Welcome. Thanks. Are you 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 told me before, but are you a friend of the pod?
4: Yes. I have watched several times. The last one that I remember very specifically was when Dave was talking about returning from sabbatical. I've oh, watched so since then. But
2: it's been a good a, eight months since then, so <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks
1: for publicly shaming way, me. <laughs> yeah,
2: that just makes me we feel worse. We should
1: have warned yeah. you
3: ahead of time.
1: Yeah, it's been that's eight months, That's all this is, is a public Dave. shaming. I <laughs> don't even want to What has she missed? What has she hey, miss? She's missed? She's uh, missed Tyler's fear of the dark waters. Yeah, She's so missed many things. a lot of Let's things. Let's just catch you up in this episode.
3: We probably will. play over the...
2: The Marin's plate.
3: Marin's plate.
2: Yeah.
3: I keep
5: thinking about that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you
3: haven't seen it in person yet, but uh, Kendra Kirby came over a couple days ago, and the first thing she did was talk about that plate because it's still there. It's still there, awesome. everyone.
2: Still shaming Jed with a ruptured appendix. We're gonna get everything caught up in
1: one episode, guys. Real quick. Speaking of the appendix, so our friend Sam, who remember Sam who was here to talk oh, yeah. about his prophet gift of prophecy Sam. and yes. prayer. He's what? How I old was, is he?
3: I was in Ukraine at the time, but I oh, remember right. watching the child from afar. Yes. He's
1: uh thirteen. Thirteen, that's right. So he came no, up He's to nine. Me. He's nine. He's nine. I don't yeah, he's remember. Nine. He's, he's nine. nine. He's young. He came up to me at Covenant no at the service, Covenant Community, somewhere this weekend. I don't know, it's all a blur. He came up to me to tell me about guess what happened to him. No, He got his appendix no. out. No. And so he was so jazzed about
0: like, what right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, a support Jeds is, group. But he, Jed's
1: is not out yet.
5: No,
0: his, so they're his, not in the same. His team. was a Living
1: adventure, and he went on and on about how awesome it was. He was uh, like, oh, and uh, I was in this big machine, and it was like a spaceship. It was like sci-fi. Oh. It was the coolest. When his <laughs> appendix was coming out. No, they, they oh. the CT machine, the big uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then he was telling oh, yeah. me about the the. I asked him, did you did they put you under? He's like, yeah. They said if you can count to twenty-seven, it's not working. And I said one, and then I was out, and I woke up like the next day, and he was <laughs> like, it was the coolest. I love it. That's I awesome. love it.
2: We need to have him on more because when he's on, we're never hurting for content. He's mm. just chatty. Oh yeah. chatty I love Sam. Sam. Yes, awesome. great.
1: Anyway, I had to say that because of all people, friend of the pod, yeah. former guest, great, having an appendix out. Sam, mm. we miss you. It's going around. Hope,
2: hope your appendix is fine.
5: By the way, <laughs> side note, over the last week, I've had at least three, four people come up to me and have to tell me how much they love the pod.
3: Good. Mm, that's awesome.
1: Thank unsolicited Thank you.
5: Well, well fantastic. T- to each they one love of you, a heartfelt yeah. to yes. all thank three you
2: friends of the pod, <laughs> all three <laughs> thank
1: of you. you. Thanks, mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, what's new? What's happening? This is for all four of you. What's going on? Hello.
3: So much. Mm. I I don't even know where to begin. It's all Marin. happening, and it's all going on. All you, the things. Well, all
5: of the What things? is your? Let's
3: start with Friday. Mom <laughs> came in town, and speaking of friends oh, of the pod, I did want to just say another giant thank you. Yeah. So I'm mm. I'm watching. The football game. This is Fisher's High School. My son is on the marching band team. Oh yeah. The team. Is that do they call it a team? It's just
1: the marching band. They call band. it
3: a band. Just I'm the a band. Brand new band, band team. Don't know the verbiage, but it was his very first game. So mom came up. She she was healthy enough to drive herself wow. the trip. So praise the awesome. Lord. That yeah, is that's awesome. super, super awesome. Um so she was there and we were watching the game and I just told my husband, like I had mentioned before, man, I need to go see if they have any swag. So I went yeah. over to the little side area and I kind of saw, okay, well, none of it says band, it's all Fishers, but, uh, and I, I, just didn't get anything. So I came back and sat next to Jed and
2: what are you looking for?
3: Um, something warm. I was looking for a hoodie in particular because it
2: just says Fishers on it only or what do you need to colder say from here? Right.
3: Band would be preferable. Fisher's Band? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I got one for Jed, like, at a thrift store that says yeah. Fisher's Band. It was, All like, right. a miracle find. But anyway, one of our loyal listeners came up and said, I heard on the pod that you were in need of at some swag. At the game. Whoa. She gives me a hoodie, and it's oh, sparkly. It's oh, like, my goodness. It's intensely sparkly. That
2: is the best. And
3: yeah, it was amazing. And it's a hoodie, and she just said, my child is a senior, your child is a freshman, you'll get a lot more wear out of this than I will. All so, right. that's how well, awesome. In that case, our friends I of the really heart. need some
2: <laughs> so tickets to Hamilton. You do.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, he in does. all seriousness, yeah. he does. I yeah. tell you,
5: a GoFundMe page. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we gotta get on it.
3: If I was a better friend, I would have already done that for you. Yeah. I'll just take your
5: your
2: uh, Hamilton hoodie.
3: <laughs> um no, you have Obviously. asked me for that yeah, I know. and I have not relinquished it. So that was Friday. Yeah.
2: And then weekend with mom, lots of cooking, I assume. Lots
3: of rain weekend yeah, with mom. Yeah, kind of yeah. a bummer weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We mm-hmm. were gonna go to the what was it? Symphony at the Prairie. Mm-hmm.
2: On the Prairie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That got rained out. Yeah, we didn't go. All
1: right.
3: Yeah. Then mom came to Fishers. I was leading at Fishers, and cool. It was awesome. It was just so awesome having mom. Here.
1: Great. I got, to, I got to chat with her for a little bit. That was awesome.
3: Yeah, you did. That was yeah. was that your first time meeting her in person? I I may I think have... it was. Maybe seen her from a distance, but we never
1: actually talked. So yeah. it was cool to just kind of chit chat. It was
2: great. I would love to meet your mom as well.
5: Bring her in. Is she
2: still oh, here? Why don't know. we have her yeah, on, the on the pod? pod. Oh my oh, word! Gosh, my bring ass. her
5: in. Yes, <laughs> I mean she comes up all the time. So that, let's bring a nice. her in. Sorry guys. Mom pod.
0: <laughs> let's bring in all our moms. Of the
5: heart. <laughs> mom pod.
2: Mom <laughs> pod. That would be awesome. Actually,
5: that's a good idea.
2: Mom pod. Bring your mom to work day. Yeah.
4: Sweet.
2: Yes. I like it. Let's uh, do it. Jesse. Yes. Anything you say will be new. So what's new?
4: Oh. Um, my husband and I have a closed date on the house that we're building. Oh, you're hey. building a house. Yes.
0: Wow. Great. So we're Where? We're
4: pumped. Um, Westfield. Just cool. across the line. All so right.
2: Yeah. Uh, when's the date?
4: October twenty sixth.
2: You know, you just have to say the words and we can get a group of friends of the pod to help you move. Tyler just say the words.
3: Great. He's great at helping <laughs> people Wait, move. It might just be me
2: but we can put it out into the... <laughs> but he works like a
1: horse. Yeah. He's I, amazing. Yeah. Wait, so that's, that's when you move men? or that's when they start building it?
4: That is the close date. So we can move as soon after that as we want. Oh, okay. so the
2: house is built.
4: It's being built.
2: Oh. But you can you just, go in. It's not enough to go inside now. How yes. finished okay. do you want it to be <laughs> when you live it. there?
4: <laughs> well, we've it. joked about taking our air air mattresses out there and sleeping under the stars like just squatting to, yeah in <laughs> yeah. our own house love it <laughs> is it squatting if it's your own property
5: I don't no, know, pro- no. no i don't
4: what? think so probably
5: no. no no you own the property
3: yep no. no. you staked your claim <laughs> yeah it's just camping then
5: yeah, yeah.
1: camping <laughs> just, in, just camping in your house <laughs> good idea uh barry what's new uh two things one just uh, like a few hours ago, I finished my research paper for this quarter of seminary, which you is, did. Oh, wait, so such a... Tell them what, thank you for the applause. <laughs> <laughs> tell them what the topic is. The practical ramifications of the eschatology of Jürgen Moltmann. Oh, you should have just <laughs> asked me. You should have just asked me. I've i got one of those some... <laughs> saved on a hard drive back <laughs> at home. <laughs> uh, it, it geeked me out. It's a really, it did was really fun. Did you say
3: practical applications? Yeah, because most of
1: Most theologians and theology stuff, they just talk about the theology, and I wanted to talk about how does this actually affect the way that we live.
3: Do you have like one, like a soundbite, like a, a practical application? 15 words or less.
1: Yeah, basically, he believes that the future new creation has already begun and in some ways can actually be experienced by us now, like the resurrection power of the Spirit. Hey! It Sounds familiar. Yeah. Practical. Well, <laughs> it, it, well, because it's it's that way. Because we can experience it now, we also can influence its shaping. So by acting in alignment with the kingdom of God, we can actually, in some ways, shape. Fifteen the, words the or new less. Cre- oh, you're right. You're right. The new creation. <laughs> <laughs> She's out. Mary's out. <laughs> anyway, Time's I can happened. tell you all all about it another time. The other thing. So you finish oh, that. So that was good. The all other right. thing is, so after Olivia and I got back from vacation. Humphrey has been punishing us. Oh. He's been acting out. Well. And he's been mm-hmm. acting out by digging. So I don't know if I don't know if kids do this, but yeah, he, My, Milo gets caught digging yeah. all the time. <laughs> Can't so. stop that kid from digging stuff. He, something he never he's never done this before, but all of a sudden, like all week, he goes into his little litter box and just sweeps it all out.
3: So <gasps> all he's, out mad his, he's mad. He mad at you. He's just, That's the ultimate insult. It, it really
1: is, because we're like, dude, we just cleaned this. That's nasty. Just What's he trying this? to do? I don't know. Get underneath his litter box. I don't know what he's trying to do. He's making a point. But yeah. we we moved his litter box to like another part of his pen and it seems to have helped. We act got this is the best part about being a part of the Indiana House Rabbit Society is that we have a network oh, of yeah. very knowledgeable people that one can help us out. One of the many
2: benefits. I got a
1: long email from from one of their their leaders who gave me some very <laughs> practical tips. So Wow. But yeah, so you really think he's mad at you for leaving? Probably. It, yeah, disrupting his like normality. He's it's like getting better. As time goes on, but I didn't realize they are very, uh, they are very expressive mm -hmm. creatures. Just not in the way that you normally think. So we're working working with Humphrey, you know, you know, train up a child and all that. So what,
3: oh, (laughs) it's generally true. So what, what happened? What would happen if you just
2: (laughs) let him throw all of his stuff on the floor? Then he'd be like, well, i yeah, uh, he wants it and want he it, can't yeah. have it cuz he
5: wrote yeah, it you, for himself. Yeah. he'd grow up like a hoodlum if you let him do that.
1: Yeah. So I put <laughs> it we put it back in there. <laughs> <A> hoodlum. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so if Humphrey
3: was an enneagram number, what would he be? Ooh.
1: 6. All rabbits are 6s.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Really?
1: Oh, because they're so no, scared. he's
3: made that statement before. Constantly six. I have to completely agree. They're so scared. Constantly
1: terrified, but also like like deeply bonded to the authority figure mm. in their in their life. Who so. is
3: Jesus in my life? We're, we're deeply Humphrey. bonded.
1: I am Humphrey's. Well, Olivia and I are Humphrey's. <laughs> oh, <no>. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are verged wow. into the sacrilegious. Okay. Yeah, we are right a, on the rails. A
3: six who lives in permanent fear. Okay. Yeah. I, I was walking up to my back door this morning. I had to run some errands. I ran somewhere. I came home, and I saw the biggest spider I have ever Ooh. seen oh, no. since I have moved to Indiana. Hmm. do touch me. It is right outside my back door. And so my knee-jerk reaction was to slam the door as fast as I could and lock it. I, yeah. I, I That's locked important. the spider That's an out important part. of my house as though, like, I had the same like reaction as though there was a masked intruder, like yeah. footsteps yeah. away hmm. from my door. Now, come to find out, Jaden and Jed have known about this spider for Jaden says weeks.
2: They're friends. Oh, it's been in the house for weeks.
3: It's not in the house, but it's it's touching Close my enough. house.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's touching my house. <laughs> it's I, touching I my
1: house, man. I
3: haven't I been bet. able to use that door for the rest of the day. I I've bet. been using the garage. I bet you
1: slammed that door. And this little spider was like, "Fine, I won't sell you any spider scout cookies." <laughs> I don't want walked them.
3: away. They are not welcome. They're really not little. Welcome.
1: They're really
5: little.
3: yeah. We can't and have spiders, spiders touching
1: our house. Terrified. They're just misunderstood, guys. <laughs> yeah. I thought
3: about ways that I could eliminate it, but I I don't have a flamethrower.
1: Oh, that's I will not come nice. over and reap. <laughs> I will come over and rehome your spider for you. I'll bring my mason jar that I use to save all the bugs. In I
3: my did house. see a little contraption on the internet the other day that like sweeps them up gently so that you can release okay. them outside. No one,
5: no one reacted when she said she wanted a flamethrower. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are, are you? Uh Kill it, kind of person, or are you? Uh, let's go
1: set it free in the Why forest. Why do I want
3: to set it free? <laughs> I mean, Why do I want it? Barry be free? sitting right here. Oh, I sorry, Barry.
1: <laughs> hey, to each his own. Jurgen Moltmann would suggest <laughs> that. I think
3: that you and I are great examples of what it's like to have completely differing opinion on things, but still yeah. be friends. Yeah. like
1: we hate each other, but it's we like stay the here love every of week. Yep. Yeah, not true.
3: <laughs> not true at all. But oh, yeah, when it comes to the spider thing, we don't see eye to eye.
1: Or eye to eye to eye to eye to
2: eye. Spiders. Uh, Dave, what's what's uh what's new with you? Bees.
1: Bees? Bees. What?
5: Billions.
1: What? Did you get stung? Bi- no. Stung. <laughs> starting, starting a, a honey nope. business? No. Nope. Nope. In my front
5: porch we have bees. Lots mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Very old cover your ears. Oh, it's okay. You're I,
1: gonna I've, kill bees. It's all right. They're I more tried, of a
5: hive mind anyway. So. I I don't know what they are because <laughs> I use that thing that shoots fifty feet. Flame thrower? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a flamethrower. It's like in the can. I went through 5 Taser? five cans of
1: that bazooka. <laughs> tasing individual bees. This is
5: No, I the stuff you can buy, you spray it and it says you can oh, right. shoot twenty-seven feet so you can stay away from them. Yeah. yeah. I went through five cans
1: do never you know, hit them once, right? No, I hit so hit, far I, away.
5: I, I, so I'm thinking I'm using the wrong stuff. Okay, so in you know, in an animated animated thing, the bees would go, and what they would do is all gather together and form something to mock me.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're like spelling your name. Yeah, they yeah. would spell. you
5: know, look at me like that yeah. or something. But um, yeah. So uh, I'm trying a new thing tonight because the problem is I got a guy coming over to help me fix something on my roof. Mm. It's right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So I'm thinking I don't want him to get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what kind
3: of bee it is? Angry. Oh, oh,
5: they're angry. Okay.
3: Did they come at you when you sprayed
5: them? Uh, No, they're more confused. Come at me, bro. They're hurt. (laughs)
3: They're disoriented.
5: they were disoriented. They're hurt. They were troubled.
3: Okay. Yeah. I have a hornet's nest on my front porch and I couldn't sit (laughs) out on my front porch with my mom (laughs) because of the hornet's So anyway, that's
5: it. Nothing else going on in my life. That's all you're thinking about. Other than the grill on my new van getting smashed in by somebody leaving their cart in the middle of the parking lot at Kroger. When Kroger was, cannot be held when responsible. When it was raining and I drove in there because it, I had to get milk for Morathi and his daughter. Uh, Not uh, milk, somebody smashed eggs, your new van grill. And I'm driving in there was pouring down rain and I drive in and take a left and wham! Uh, that is why Kroger oh, has those signs. You were everywhere. in the car when it happened. Yeah, I ran into it because
1: the, somebody, car, <laughs> the cart was stationary. The cart, the cart was just sitting
5: there in a place it shouldn't have been. What he's huh? saying somebody is somebody was so I lazy. I hit a cart.
3: Is what he's trying to say. <laughs> you didn't see it. No.
5: <laughs> well, I didn't see the I didn't see the card. So bees. Yeah, card. that's it. That's my life. It's consuming you. That's it, man. I am
3: pestilence. 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 Last days.
2: Yeah. <gasps> Wait. Last days. <laughs>
3: Last days. How many? Pl- <laughs>
2: Two plagues. Shopping carts yes. and wasps and spider. Spider. And spider. Ooh. A spider. And All
5: right. Biggest spider. There it is. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? What's going on? Great
2: question. Um. So. We have a walker on our hands. Yes, you do. Yay. Guys, no one told me the game change that would come. Like, it's been all fun and games because he's crawling. It's like, oh, we can catch him, whatever. Um, I was having coffee this morning, Mm. like I do, and I watch the news or something. I'm doing something on my own time, and he gets (laughs) up. And until now, it's been like, oh, there's Milo over there. Right. You can keep him yeah. kind of contained. Today, he's just like everywhere, getting into everything. everything. He's just touching everything. He's sticking his hand in my coffee. He's, you know, Right. And the
3: paradigm shift is the notion that you actually possess your own time.
2: <laughs> well, now I figured that out. Today was a hard day there for There it is. Me. It's over.
5: However, <laughs> the biggest game change is yet to come. What's that? It is the biggest game change. Is that
3: when up. you get your own time back?
5: No. Uh, well, no, the biggest cha- game change is when they go off to college. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't wait. Can't wait. But, the, <laughs> but an even bigger ch- game change is when they can wipe themselves.
3: Oh, my Ooh. goodness. I was going to say buckle themselves in. Close second. No,
5: wipe themselves. It's, it's almost like you just want to weep and gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I look forward to that day. I thought I looked forward to walking, but it seems like it's a little bit more trouble than I was expecting.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you have fences everywhere?
2: No, we don't have anything.
3: You never got the fence. I know you talked to me about. Wait, what
2: kind of fence? Like, it's like the a little plastic kitty uh,
3: kitty fence <laughs> that your wife wanted.
2: No, she wanted the she wanted the Cadillac, the top of, of the line of model. fences, <laughs> maximum security. <laughs> yeah, she wanted the Cadillac little kitty fence, little guard tower, yeah. razor wire, she on top. Had guard foresight. tower on the top. You probably need yeah. it. Yeah. We need it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what's new with me. Is just trying okay. to figure, just trying to figure
1: that out. He, tie
4: a bell around his arm, then you yeah. know where he is. Okay, yeah. does that
1: technically yeah. mean that he is now a toddler? Is that. He's toddling. Because he toddles. Because he toddles. He's yeah. toddling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely does not look sober
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, he walk, when he walks.
1: He's definitely toddling. Yeah. So it's the upper end of toddler that is vague, right? What do you mean? Like well, when does a toddler, toddler become to like a, a, child a child or child. Yeah. That's, that's a, a hazy boundary, but, but probably the when they can they, talk back to you. I go Yeah, bye. no, I
3: told you when. T-shirt sizes. Where they can wipe themselves.
5: Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, it. Right. that's the transition point. I think
3: All right. three T to four T is the transition. Yeah. Big yeah. one. Jake is shaking his head. You've been there. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Producer Jake. Last week, uh, <laughs> last week somebody um, said, who's who's the head I keep seeing? Like their forehead <laughs> that I keep seeing on the Facebook live stream. I was like, oh, that's Jake. He uh, he's, he's producing the pod now. So, Jake. Hey. Say, yeah. say hey, hi. hi hey, thanks, Jake. Jake. Um. All right, enough nonsense, everybody. We're here because Dave told us we're made for more and we're gonna learn about what that means today. Dave, you gave a... actually, no, forget that. I wanna get to that later. All right, I wanna that, talk I'm about out
5: then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're done.
2: I wanna do that later. Um first I wanna talk about you, Jesse. Okay. We brought you in here to hear all about who you are. Uh people have been listening for the first twenty minutes or so and like what's who is she? what's happening? Why is Yeah, Who is, is, that? Yeah. Who is, is that young lady? So
0: um,
2: I want to hear all about you, uh, where you came from, what you're doing here at Grace. Um, You are on staff. Actually, little known fact, Jesse and I started on the same day.
0: No, We did. Yep. Yep. I remember. I'll never forget. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Maren's
4: impressed. (laughs) Mind blown.
2: Yeah. So I first want to hear about this, and then I want to hear about um, what you're doing today and at Grace and into the future.
4: Yeah. Uh, So I am originally from East Tennessee. Grew up on a dairy farm. yeah. Back oh, yeah. in the woods. Um, my husband's from northern Indiana. Well, Anderson, northeast. Mm. Is Anderson? Mm. Not
3: northern Indiana. Central North Indiana.
1: You looked Central at Marin northern. and... Yeah, yeah. yeah Marin, well, like, where's, nope. uh, where's Anderson? I'm,
3: I'm the authority on northern <laughs> Indiana. That's not it. The region. I'm <laughs> yeah. Mass, yeah. map
4: challenge. So he's from Anderson. He's from Anderson. So, fun fact, we... Dated long distance for three and a half years before I married.
2: Isn't that the best?
4: It was awful. Oh, yeah. I was kidding. It was really
2: bad. It is awful. Um, Okay. And then you got married and then moved to Indy?
4: Yes. So lived in Tennessee for about a year um, and then moved back here for my husband's job. And what's he do? He has a degree in accounting, um, works for Herman and Kittle properties um, nearby. They build apartments and um, he's part of that underwriting process. All right. yeah, moved back here for that, and I have my degree in elementary ed. So, oh yeah, had my life planned out to where I would teach elementary school, and then I knew I had a heart for leadership. So at some point, I had planned to go into administration, and um, that would that was my plan. Um, and then it and got then blown happened? up. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> and then God. Um so when we moved here we started coming to Grace um uh, probably a month or so afterwards and I served in Grace Kids um because that was I was kids and I missed it and um through that time there several staff members spoke into my life and um I call it my desert period because it was very I I wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life uh because I couldn't find a job um, teaching full time. We moved here in December, which was nearly impossible to find a mm-hmm. school teaching job in the middle of the year.
2: Yeah. That's gotta be tough. Yeah. It was,
4: it was really disheartening. And at that point when it was such a struggle, I, I realized, okay, something's, something's going to happen. Something's on the horizon. And, Um, Through a series of conversations and prayer, um, I felt called here, which was super bizarre because I grew up in a very small church. On a good Sunday, we'd have about 100 people in the wooden pews and Mm -hmm. um, church church up in the choir stand. And that Mm -hmm. was my upbringing. So to walk into a place like this and feel called to be on staff was just um, (laughs) I refused it for a while uh, because it didn't seem possible. And um, yeah, but. God told me otherwise. And, um, Michael Poorman, he was on staff at the time and, um, he told me to apply cause a job had come open and I did. And
2: in the, uh, children's ministry. Right? Yes. Yeah.
4: And so I was on staff in grace kids for three and a half years. I was the director of small groups for preschool through first grade. And it was awesome. Got to meet, um, lots of incredible adult and teenage volunteers and lots of fun and joyful kids and their families. I took that job because I knew I loved kids and I knew I could write curriculum because that's what I went to school for. Um, But what I found out when I took, when I, when I'd been in the job for a while was, Oh um, God called me to lead leaders Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so through, through that job, um, just started to better understand what he was calling me to do. And I loved developing them and helping them really lean into how they were made um, and how to use the individual gifts and talents that they had to um, lead well and therefore bless all the kids who came in on the weekends. We've got vacuuming going on. Man,
2: does
3: he not know No. He wants to be on the pod. He's Lolly, told me so. Lolly many
2: times. is on our facilities team. He's literally outside the window right now, vacuuming. <laughs> what you can't you can't really hear it too badly. Yeah. Just pay no attention to the hum. Sorry, (laughs) Jesse. That's okay. (laughs) He just wants to be on so bad, He does.
4: He really does. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, And then January um, transitioned into this role as the director of Rooted for 146th Street. And I've been doing this ever since then.
2: Cool. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? Director of Rooted at 146th Street.
4: So my main responsibility is to uh, recruit and develop all of the Rooted leaders who will um, be leading each individual um, group. So we've got, I think when I last counted, which is about an hour before I came here, about 80 leaders at 146th Street. Wow. So That's
2: incredible. It's exciting.
4: Holy yeah. moly.
2: All right, so. Wow. I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to this pod or watching on Facebook, um, you might you're probably familiar with what Rooted is. But for those who may be new, can you kind of
0: <laughs> sure. give
2: the gist of what Rooted is? We've been talking about it in services the past few weeks and I just uh want people to I, I want us all to be on the same page mm-hmm. when we're when we're talking about it for the next yeah, few minutes. Absolutely
4: moment. So Rooted is a 10 week um, small group experience that is designed to help you develop a deeper relationship with God, um, to connect with others in community, and to begin to understand what your purpose is. Um, So if you're someone who's wondering, why am I here Um, and what am I supposed to do with my life? This is the perfect next step to take. Um, And it's for anybody who's been following Jesus for eons, to someone who's not following Jesus, you you don't even have to believe in order to That's right. to get started in this.
2: quick Barry, how long's an eon? Eon long time <laughs> 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 I,
1: I, uh, yeah
2: I figured you would know that because that sounds like a sciency word. I don't think there's a set
1: limit no. for eon <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like it's like the word era yeah or age
3: age eon. yeah, like age for an age like yeah. for an
1: eon
2: epoch um, <laughs> epoch. So what, what about directing leaders? You said that you felt like God's put it on your soul and heart to Mm -hmm. to lead leaders. Um, how do you, I mean, we're at the infancy stages of rooted. Yep. How has it been going? How is, how have you found, um, yourself reaching into your purpose and discovering, Mm -hmm. um, some of your strengths or what God has brought you to so far?
4: Sure. Um, It's so much bigger than me, which is equally exciting and frightening. (laughs) Um, So I enjoy a challenge, which this has definitely been that. Um, I like to be stretched. And I would say the things that have been stretching me have just been... um, Oh, there's so many things. Um, Really getting outside of my comfort zone. And um, I've never... Done a training like this before, so mm. 146 street leaders. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night at our one forty six. Well, I mean leader
2: training. We, we do our own advertisements here, but that's that's fine. <laughs>
3: hey, <laughs> okay. Well I'm here today by, well, wait. <laughs> by the time the pod yeah, is fine. released. Last night. So
2: think of yourself <laughs> saying whatever you need to say <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday but at we're around on Facebook four Live. o'clock. So yes, we always
1: go through this every time. Yeah, every time. We're on
4: Facebook Live. So if that's you're on true. Facebook, this is real time. Time is
3: very just relative <laughs> when yep. you're in this space. Yep.
4: If you're not on Facebook Live You've missed the training. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> tonight.
2: There we go. It's tonight.
4: So it's being published tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sidetracked. Um, we'll see
2: you soon. Just say soon.
4: Soon. It's <laughs> very no. no good. I'll see you soon. Um, so.
2: Okay. So what? What's all going to happen there?
4: We are going to uh, learn what it looks like to lead through different group dynamics. Um, in every group, you'll probably encounter. Um, the constant talker.
2: Uh, mmm. Maren.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you were my, my facilitator. Was that true? Yeah. Was I the constant yeah. talker in the group? Just couldn't
2: make you just <laughs> shut your yapper, man.
4: The quiet one. Yeah. So you've That's got those two me. extremes. That's obviously me. Yeah,
5: totally. It's not you, no.
4: <laughs> the rabbit trail wanderer. That's the person that you start the conversation talking about Jesus and you end up talking about tacos and their grandma's 95th birthday. Like Mm. they just take Mm -hmm. the whole group on a journey with them. Grandma Um,
1: grandma loves two things. Jesus and tacos. tacos. Ah. Tacos. So wait, who's grandma? My grandma. (laughs) The grandma in that story, (laughs) your grandma. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just trying to explain how you could have gotten to that rabbit trail. Oh, right, 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 right. I was by, making a joke yeah, by taking us now we're on a different <laughs> on rabbit, a rabbit trail. trail. I think
4: Barry's the rabbit trail. He yeah. uh, You
1: know
4: why? He does have rabbits? I do have rabbits. <laughs> So, some of that. Uh, but so, then, just kind
2: of giving everybody a heads up for yeah, maybe what to expect.
4: What to expect. So, how to lead a group in general, but then what does it look like to lead through rooted? Um, how is it different than a regular small group? And mm. what some of those aspects are. We'll be walking them through the leader guide, which is new, um, has been re- rewritten and revamped. So, we'll be walking them through that so that they know how to use it, uh, throughout cool. the experience. So and it's so, going to be Jesse,
1: one of the cool things that I, as far as I understand, well, I, I facilitated a group, but one of the things yeah. that you guys trained us in as we facilitated was, um, that we're not teaching these groups yes. anything. We are facilitating discussions. Can you talk a little bit about that?
4: Absolutely. So, um, a rooted leader is a shepherd, um, not a teacher. Hmm. Uh, their, their job is to come alongside and, um, help initiate self-discovery um between the person and and god um it's not to teach their own agenda or what they believe it's really to ask good questions to help people really dig deep within their own souls um to find the answer because um the rooted leader leaves space for the person uh to connect with god to to identify what it is that um that god's calling them to yeah yeah, so if you're a natural teacher and a lecturer, if you have served in uh, capacities <laughs> in the past where you have taught, um, it'll be a little bit more yes, of a stretch different. for you. So you'll okay. need to be careful to not, um, not teach your personal agenda. But S- so listen. what makes,
2: so most people listening to this probably won't be a leader. I know there's some people that are on Facebook right now saying they're going to be at the training. and Awesome. There's, you said there's like 80 leaders?
4: Here at 146th Street. Okay.
2: Most people listening to this are either going to be participating in Rooted or um, Some or, or someday, someday. Yeah. participating yeah. in Rooted. Yeah, and so <laughs> what makes, for them, what makes a really solid leader? How do they know that they're in a group that, um, or how do, how do fellow leaders know this is what really makes a great leader hmm. for Rooted?
4: Yeah, we're going to talk about that tomorrow night. I'm going to give an example of... My personal mentor, um, she she listens to me. Um, so she really takes the intentional time to listen. She seeks me out um, outside of our regular meeting time. Um, she prays with me. She challenges me appropriately um, and causes me to stretch in areas that I need to, to see the other side, to see the other perspective. Um, it's someone who is... Not afraid to go after the one lost sheep. Um, so, yeah, it's the something that really stood out to me from what Marathi said was, um, it's developing the heart of a, a disciple. Um, you're really hmm. discipling yeah. someone.
5: Hmm. Now, the other thing he said that I know you heard and got my attention is in Nairobi, he says, if you can facilitate a rooted group, you can mm. plant a church. Yeah. Now, their understanding of leading and facilitating a group that that's like that's about as high as it can get it's i don't big. know how you reacted to that or what do you think about that i, I, I know we're just getting started yeah. it seems like beyond us but that's a vision
4: i think it's incredible i mean i that's what god's called us to do right right so i don't think that it's impossible i i could see that down the road for yeah. sure
5: and um, i've talked i've talked to a couple of people who are facilitating and i will tell you they're excited Awesome. They really are. A couple of people have just stopped me and said I'm facility group, I want to to let you know and I thought, okay, there's the there's the seed that's been planted mm. for them even taking another step. And yeah, let's find the let's plant a church with them. Absolutely. That'd mm. Be awesome.
4: Yeah, it's been fun interviewing uh several of the leaders and over the last few weeks I have had many encounters with people who <coughs> have just wept in front of me. Um mm. and that has been something be, out of out of calling and mm. uh, you were saying this past weekend and uh, Dave, which I know we're going to get into the message, but, um, at covenant community we we're talking about there's something coming and it's mysterious and we can't put our hands around it but i totally identify with that because um i've had numerous conversations with people where they've said um they've either been talking about reading because they're getting ready to experience it this fall and they've been weeping because they're in need of community or mm-hmm. they're in need of better understanding what it is that god's calling them to and so they have wept with me over that and then i've had leaders that i've been interviewing who have just been able to put words to the fact that this is what God is calling them to Mm. right now. Mm. And it's really been a beautiful thing.
5: That's cool. Mm. That's really
4: cool. Yeah.
2: I'm excited too. I I don't know what to expect. And um, we're going to, for the next few weeks, we're going to have the different rooted directors from each campus come in and kind of give us a look into how it's going at Mm. each respective campus. So what do you, what would you say right now you need as a, the 146th street director? What do you need Mm in order to be the most ready we can be.
4: Speaking on behalf of Maggie and Julie too, um, collectively, I think the three of us, um, we're still looking for a few more leaders. Um, So people who genuinely feel called um, to take this next step into um, bringing others alongside of them and um, literally saying, come follow me. Um,
2: So Maggie johnson is the uh director over in fishers and yep. i attend north indy campus that's that's the campus i live closest to that's 10 minutes from my house maggie what keep going <laughs> <laughs> maggie texted me yesterday and she says do you want to be a leader in fishers and so friends of the pod no
5: you're really gonna do that <laughs>
2: What? You're going to go to Fishers? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Friends of the pod, if you feel like you you are a leader and you just want to rise to the occasion, friends of the pod, rise up so I don't have to drive an hour to Fishers and be a leader because I live an hour away from that campus and I can't do it.
4: No, don't rise up. We want Tyler to do it. No,
0: no, not going to do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, and I, here's, here's one thing I'll say you guys, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have the capacity to pair people. Like people aren't leading by themselves. Correct. They're in pairs. So if someone comes in and they say, look, I'm great at communicating. Like I can lead, I can lead group organizations. I can plan snacks. I can maybe ask a few questions, but I'm not really good at being the upfront like discussion leader. Right. You could Probably pair that person with someone else who does have those giftings, but maybe isn't as good in administrative stuff. Correct?
4: Totally. That's the kind of the neat thing about there being two leaders for mm-hmm. every group is that you complement each other and, um, where, where one is weaker, the other stronger. And, um, yeah. So if you're interested, well, contact us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
5: can I tell you a consistent theme for the 27 year history of grace has been people's people coming up to me saying, you know, I'm a leader. I love to lead. And they're not afraid to tell me that because that's their passion. Um, and if that's you and you feel like God's hand is on your life to lead, we just opened up somewhere around 120, 150 opportunities to lead.
0: Mm. Yeah. This
5: this could be the chance of a lifetime. For anyone who feels like, I think God's hand is on my life and I would like to help lead lead people forward. Mm-hmm. So there it is.
2: That's way better than, uh, please do it so I don't have to. Absolutely. Like <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> why he is a pastor. Cover all the bases. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way,
5: 100, about 150, is that it? 100. We're going to need leaders, for, leaders? Still for the three campuses.
4: That sounds about right. Yeah.
5: So whatever. It, the point is, and that's going to happen three times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. get all the choices to lead. It's awesome. Yeah. Cool.
4: So leaders, and can I say one more thing that we nope, need? No, we're moving on. We need prayer done.
5: Yeah. Mm.
2: What 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 can we what can we do? What can we pray for specifically?
4: We're in the stages of forming groups, so um,
0: mm, really yeah, for God's important. hand
4: to be in that. Yeah.
0: And
3: yeah. Yes.
4: For people to come in, um, really open-palmed and willing to receive whatever it is that God has, no matter who's sitting around the table, and that they're they're willing to see Amen. other perspectives and. Um we're excited about it uh, but we want to we want to really have an ear to God's voice as yeah. we put groups together. Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a huge that's a huge mm. part of it. I there's a video we're showing in our services um that's interviewing couples who've gone through rooted mm. and um one of the things we heard last week that was a common theme was apprehension. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what it would be like and who I'd be with. Um that's a big deal yeah, but yeah. as Marita It is a big commitment. It it is a big commitment. Yeah, it is. Marithi kept saying it last week that when God's people gather, just incredible things mm-hmm. can happen, will happen, yep. are promised that they will happen, right. and mm-hmm. so really, whoever you're you're placed with, mm. yeah, um, powerful things are going mm-hmm. to take and, place. And
1: the theme of the video from this week was, I had no idea the group turned out to be exactly yeah. what I needed, even yes. though I came yeah. in with apprehension. Yep. And so, yep. Yep. yeah, that I cool. imagine I imagine there are going to be a lot more stories like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, oh, when yeah. this first round is over. Yep. All right, Dave. You
2: gave a great sermon last weekend about eternal kind of life. Yep. Uh, I want to play a clip before we get into it because I think that, I mean, there were there was one moment where you said, "If you don't hear anything else, hear this." I didn't pull that clip. I want oh, the different man, that one. was
3: my favorite. Because yeah. he just assumed
2: everybody no, would remember. Yeah, I, everybody already knows that I'm one. I'm
3: leading at Fishers, right? And so I have to go back and kind of, for Fishers, you actually have to leave the building to get back into the sanctuary. You have to walk yeah, out of the green weird. room, go outside. So I felt like I missed the first like five minutes of what he said. Takes you five minutes and to I, get out and in? Sometimes longer, depending <laughs> on the conversations that must take place oh, in the yeah. green room after whatever, before the next service. So I sit down, I'm in my seat, and he says, if you hear nothing else that I say, and I'm like, whoo! just a yeah, big sigh it. of yeah, there relief it is, that I time. made it there. Got the
1: big idea.
5: For
3: that.
1: Yep. So I did hear nothing else. Yep. <laughs> yes. So
3: I want to play this.
5: If you only knew who was speaking to you, you would turn to me and walk with me and I will be with you. And the Holy Spirit will blow like the wind into your life and you'll be transformed. And then we'll walk together through it all and we will be companions. You were made for more. An eternal kind of life, unashamed, forgiven, listened to, cared for, a life in companionship with the God of the universe. Uh
2: Amen. that's kind of
5: what we all want, right? Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. wants that.
2: Mm. You want to be listened to, you want to feel like you're not alone. That's what and so I, I felt like that clip kind of puts us all on the same playing field in terms of what did we talk about last weekend? Mm-hmm. Um so Dave. Can you kind of recap for anybody who may have missed it or, um, yeah, it just needs to re re hear that you were made for more and what, what you wanted them to walk away understanding. Yeah. The, the
5: whole sermon was trying to describe more. Yeah. What is, so if you were made for more, what is a more kind of life? Mm-hmm. I kept saying over and over again, which is awkward, but, <laughs> but the, the idea is that you were made for this life that, Jesus, and here's two illustrations. Jesus offered it to this dude and he offered it to this woman. And it's an eternal kind of life. That's what you were made for. Uh, that's the whole sermon in a nutshell right there. And then, then it was just describing what eternal kind of life looks yeah. like and feels like.
2: So the two pieces of scripture you used are back to back in scripture? Yeah. Okay. So the story about Nicodemus. John 3. And the story about the woman at the well. Yeah, John 4. Yeah. So... I love, there's a couple things I love about what you did just on this part. Cause you said, we just finished BYOB. So let's talk about the world of the text right now. Yeah. And everybody who's, who attended any part of that series <laughs> that is like endless 11 week series. <laughs> that series is like, Oh, I'm with you. I know what we're talking yeah. about now. And you said, John chose to put these back to back for a reason. So let's try to figure that out. That mm-hmm. has to be important. So let's pay attention to that. The other part is in the Samaritan woman story. Um, maybe we've talked about this before, but it's talking about Jacob's wells. (laughs) And I thought back to at the beginning of the year when we're doing the story of God series. Right. And Barry preached on digging wells. wells. I was (laughs) like, oh yeah, I totally understand what I'm reading right now. So guys, the Bible.
3: The The Bible.
1: Bible. (laughs) Bible. Indeed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Read it. Yep. So an eternal kind of life or eternal life. You said, we automatically think Jesus was talking about heaven Yeah, and the, you're saying, um, yeah. he, he, he's not meaning what we think he's meaning, mm-hmm. uh, because you got into the grammar of it. Um, and he's meaning, uh, eternal kind of life.
5: So a quality you, of
2: life. Can you kind of talk about what the eternal kind of life means yeah. just in a succinct way?
5: Yeah. Well, and I used, I, I went, Basically went through both stories then and tried to figure out, all right, if I had to glean only from these two stories, what is an eternal kind of life? I said, ultimately, what it's just something that's transcendent. Mm. It's something that's bigger than the life that we're living. And I set up the whole sermon by saying the life we're living is part wonderful, part painful, part incredible, part dumb. I mean, just Mm -hmm. life is life. And we were meant for something that transcends that. Now, you look at the Nicodemus story, and Jesus clearly paints a picture that eternal kind of life is mysterious it's powerful and the holy spirit works in your life to the samaritan woman it's like it's satisfying you know you can you yeah. drink this water but if you drink the water i give you you'll never you'll never thirst again so yeah. then i chose to say that just feels transcendent to me mm. it's more satisfying more mysterious more powerful more incredible than the life you're living right now woman man you know yeah, yeah. so that's the i use the word transcendent to describe that i don't know if it resonated but that's what it felt like to me
2: yeah it totally resonated I, and I'm glad you answered that at the end of the service but I was like that sounds great how do I do that yeah so how do we do that everybody how do we do that how do we have a transcendent life
3: um, when I think of a transcendent life and when you were giving your message I thought man more than we can dream for ourselves I know that's, mm. for, that's for sure true in, in my life Um, living in a way that is surrendered to Christ, even when it's hard making a giant move because he was directing me to do that. You know, even just this last year of, of my life and my family's life has been an example of just that. Mm -hmm. Um, He has been using me in ways and taking me to places and, and making me go deeper in ways that I could never ever have dreamed for myself Mm. never would have even occurred to me that God would have a purpose for me Mm. in Ukraine what right and that's just one example of you know just living this surrendered life Um, God has definitely showed me just since I've come to grace how I was made for more and he keeps showing me that Um, and I want to be careful even when we say that because you know it's a it was a busy weekend for me, you know, just go, 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 go. And I sat down next to Jed to listen to the sermon and I heard the words, you were made for more. And I went even more.
0: more yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, right.
3: Talk,
5: let's talk about that for a minute.
3: Cause we don't mean more things. Right. right.
5: No, no, no. I mean, and I, this whole series is we're laying four characteristics mm-hmm. out of, of a more kind of life. And there are, it's not like there are only four, but we're, Sure. We're focusing on, and going back to Marathi's talk from a couple of weeks ago, um, we were made for more, more better, <laughs> more, yeah. more better relationships, not the kind, I mean, it's not that a relationship we have are bad, but within the kingdom of God, within the eternal kind of life, there are relationships that transcend other relationships. Yeah, We were made for that. Number two. Next week we'll be exploring. You were you were made to be free mm. and not to be stuck in the strongholds, which we'll describe more in depth um, that keep you down. That's more. The third uh, was this week, um, and that was you were made to walk in companionship with God, which yeah. transcends. And then next week Barry is going to be taking us down the final road, and that is, you know, you are made for purpose and destiny. Yeah. So. That's the more, not like yeah. more things to do, for, for heaven's sure. sakes. Yeah. Um, or more or more responsibilities to shoulder. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's not the more we're talking about. So when
2: let's talk about the origins of You Are Made for More for a minute. Because um it's no secret that for the past year we've talked on this podcast about Grace Church finding itself and who are we and yeah. we want to nail down exactly what our identity is and and so we were talking about it just internally and um, you were made for more came up because that really is why Grace Church exists <laughs> is to allow people to understand that God has more for them, yeah. Not yeah. more stuff to do. Right? I, I mean, maybe He does because but, if you are somebody who who knows there's something that um, You're turning down opportunities just because you're living a selfish life. You,
5: God may be calling you to do more yeah. on behalf yeah. of him and his kingdom, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, let's talk about the moment that phrase came out because it was yeah. from you. You were the one who added the. Well, added the are you the reason
3: for all of this? I mean, so, but, but this is. <laughs> looky there! Yeah, looky there. Oh,
5: that's, that's new. <laughs> I like that. One. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite. When, when, when did I say that? I don't know. It's so dumb. But it wasn't dumb. When we were talk we were sitting around the room and we were trying to figure out how do we express and when I say we, pastors, we're pastoral leadership team. We're yeah. sitting around and you were leading us through a process of analyzing what is it at the core of our identity. We mm-hmm. are talking about Destiny and purpose, and the broken places of this world, and justice and salvation. What is it? And we were getting nowhere. We were getting everywhere. I mean, we had yeah. all the ideas, right? And all of a sudden, Tyler goes, "Well, how would it? How does this sound? You were made for more." Remember that, Barry, we were sitting? No, I was, in the, just, I was
1: in the bathroom. Did I, you- came back, <laughs> I came back and
5: everybody was <laughs> like weeping.
1: <What? laughs> no. Yeah, I was going to say, did you like
5: break
3: out no. into a praise no, break it at was, that
5: moment? It, it got, do you remember this? Because oh Because yeah. it got, it got deathly silent for yeah. a minute and then it was like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. They, we started saying like all kinds of ways that, yeah. We ourselves feel like God has made us for more.
5: i was just laughing. At you being in the bathroom—that's yeah. really funny. I
1: come back and everyone's like, "Oh yeah!" I was
5: like, "What?" Guys. So did that come up? Did that come up to you on the on the on the spot, Tyler? Had you oh, been yeah. thinking about that? No,
2: I, I hadn't thought about was it. Was that
3: kind of like a bubbling water from within? Yeah, just felt the rumbling. Like the and I was like, wind? "The bubbling, there it is." Up a, in your, yeah, were
2: like you drinking LaCroix? And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was not. Um, or
5: or did the Holy Spirit blow like the wind? Seriously,
3: yeah. what's brilliant about it to me is that it's essentially, uh, putting modern language to something that we were all promised as Christ followers. And Mm -hmm. that is having life Mm -hmm. more abundantly, Mm -hmm. but who uses the words more abundantly anymore? And so saying that (laughs) you were made for more and that you can live this transcendent life. It's not new. This is not new. This is something that he promised to all of his followers. But it's intriguing. Mm
0: hmm
5: because the the next question is more what? Yeah. yeah, more than what? So it's intriguing. And the other thing, the reason Tyler had been pushing on this, pushing us on this for a while, that is um, every organization has a corporate mission statement. and it always sounds like this is what we do. Mm. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is what we are about. And he had been pushing us rightfully and saying, when the when a person is trying to figure out whether they want to associate with us, what is it that they need to question or deal with about themselves? Yeah. So the very fact that that motto starts with the word you, right? Yeah, is absolutely crucial. It's yeah, not,
1: it's not replacing our mission statement. No, the mission statement is still the same. It's just that for someone on the outside looking in, what they hear is not "we make disciples of Jesus and launch them in the kingdom of God." They hear you were you. made for more It's a message of
2: hope.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: It right. is a ma- it's a message of hope.
2: And you know, so it, it I was thinking about, okay, if I go to, ch- if I go, if I go to a church, I want to know, what do I want to know? I want to know that God has something great for me. Mm. And I want to know that I can tell my friends that God has something great for them. Yeah. So yeah. if you go to Grace Church, we want you to yeah. know those things and we want you to be able to clearly yeah. communicate yeah. that with your people and your yeah. friends yeah. that they were also made for more. And
5: yeah. in particular, you want to, I think individuals want to know um, the life I'm living right now. Most people would say they're okay with their life, but there are things in their life that trouble them again and again and again and again. And that it's anxiety or depression or habits or hang ups or whatever it is. So when you hear the phrase you were made for more, you mean, I don't have to live this kind of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you didn't mention this in rooted. One of the things that I think is powerful because i was just going through the book getting ready for next sermon uh, next week's sermon we talk about pain Mm -hmm. they are rooted groups will talk about pain and anxiety and those and those and strongholds
1: and it's crucial
5: i think people want to know do i have to continue to live this life right yeah
1: there's there's more to life than this is something that we all probably need especially in the suburbs where we're kind of always like mostly dulled by the yeah. the society around us. Yeah. How, I will yeah. say the one thing that we, right now we're emphasizing more. We're talking a lot about what the more is, but one of the things I love about the motto is it's not just there is more that's or right. you can experience more. It's you, you were, were made yes. for more. So there's something in there yes. about God has has an intention for you. This yep. is the reason that you were made that's more than what you have okay. right now. One of the favorite things I love to get reaction to and I've been now
5: saying it for, I don't know how long. Um, but when I say, when I talk about Ephesians 2.10, and I almost always say, you need to know that God doesn't just love you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He likes you. Mm-hmm. I I have never, ever said that publicly where people have not busted out a smile hmm. at that moment. And that's because people, they go, really? Yeah. Mm. People want it. Now, they will never articulate like that. I, I wish I knew if God liked me. But when you hear that, that gets down to the, the soulish part of us who desperately need to know that God loves and likes me. And I've got some reason to be here. Yeah. Uh,
1: Cause I think we often like think about the love of God in sort of a clinical way. Like, well, of course he has to love yeah, me. He no made choice. all humans and we, you know. <laughs> Right. but it's like to say that he likes me to say that he had, that he, he made me for a purpose. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. suddenly takes that love and makes it personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it brings it to that, that sort of relationship, that ongoing eternal kind of life. And yeah. I, and you, I've said this many times too. I have had
5: conversations with people from all walks of life. I don't care if uh, professional athletes, farmers, CEOs, pharmacists. Uh, I don't care where you come from salesman. I, if I have a sit down and have a conversation, we get on this topic. Invariably they're weeping within 10 minutes because we're getting down to the very nub of their existence. Yeah.
2: Everybody wants to know that.
5: Mm-hmm. They, everybody does it. I just had uh, breakfast with a guy or coffee with a guy this morning, and this is all we talked about. And he, the animation in his in his uh, in his words and his it was a passionate discussion mm. about this very thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and rooted is just a piece of that, right, Jesse? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you interact with rooted, you go through and experience this transcendent community. You understand all the more that God mm, might right. have for you. At, at least the beginning parts of it. Not you may not like <laughs> see it. In its entirety, but Rapids the rooted is just a part of you on that path to discovering the more that God has for you.
4: Totally, one of the things that I'm super excited about is just people having a better idea by the end of the ten weeks of how God did uniquely design them and why He likes them.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. because He
4: He made you this way, and um, and this is what He wants you to do with it. And I just think I think of all of our the the vision for our rooted leaders, um, that I have is just that they are able to begin to, they're able to hear from God and be a mouthpiece to the people who are sitting in front of them and that they're able to tell them, this is how God designed you. Mm. And you have a gift, you have a gift of leadership. What are you doing with that?
3: Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. Um, so that by the end of the 10 weeks, people have, have had conversations where they've been spoken into and, and they do understand, Oh, this is, this is what God gave me and now what am I going to do with it?
2: I mean, we are a church of leaders. We have 150 people who have said, I want to do this, right? Mm -hmm. I want to lead other people. There's got to be more. There's going to be more people that, and and so like when I hear that, I think we as a church, as I mean, we're all here on staff, but we can't do it alone. And so we're going to need leaders like these Mm -hmm. folks to be like, I will let other people know that they were made for more. Right. I will take right. that on myself because we as staff and as church leaders yeah. aren't can't be the only ones doing it. And so this is a prime opportunity for everybody
5: to kind of participate together mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, we have a theological problem when it comes to mission if we miss this because... Jesus said very clearly, "I'm sending you." And then he said the most outrageous thing. He said, "You're going to be able to do greater things than I ever did." Mm-hmm. Jesus saying, "Yeah, yeah," mm-hmm. and that's that's the methodology of reaching the world. We're not going to change the world. We're not going to heal the broken places institutionally. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, whether it's government or whether it's church. The church can't change the world, but individuals can. Yep. This church exists, and all churches should exist, to help individuals find their place in the world, and then the world changes. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: It's the difference between, like, uh, representational missions and what are we— what's Participative. The, participative missions, where it's like people look at the church and they think, okay, that staff that maybe I support with my tithe or something, they do kingdom work. Yeah. In a, in or, essence that mission, for me. or that mission agency or
5: something.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Whereas the, the, the flip side of that is no, what we, the way we see it is no, we are simply here to equip the whole body right. to do the work that God has called them to. Yeah. Like we're just, the staff here happens to be uniquely called to equip others. Mm-hmm. That's totally backwards from how we often treat it though. We mm-hmm. think of the staff are the, are the ones who do the work and. No, we just podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly.
2: Um, okay, so in you the cool part this past weekend for me is i've been at the I was at the origin of you were made for more, and then you said, Jesus is basically saying this to these two people, you were made for more, and right. that that really did I feel a chill in the air, I was like <laughs> goosebumps everywhere man, good setup, yeah I, too yeah goosebumps everywhere when you start when you said that yeah, um, but that was that when was cool. I was talking about
5: how old I am
0: That's I know.
2: I, yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I was going to say, in a couple of weeks, we'll have Amy Christie back. I feel a chill in the air. <laughs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. So what are the four, let's just, I know we already talked about this yeah. a minute ago, but what are the four characteristics of an eternal kind of life? Just to this put review, it all I, together. review, because I said
5: this a few minutes ago, so right. this is a review. Uh, number one, the kind of relationship, trans, uh, transcendent and transformative relationships. That's characteristic yep. number one. Uh, that take you to Jesus. Number number two, uh, freedom from strongholds. Number three, uh, companionship with the God of the universe, uh, and four, uh, destiny and purpose.
2: I have I've felt really excited about the past two weeks. I don't know about you guys. What mm-hmm. what um what were you? Yeah, you were in Fisher's the mm-hmm. other day. Okay, mm-hmm. so what what went through your mind or your experience, Marin, um, as you were? engaging with the service? What stood out to you? What, what hit you?
3: Kind of the question you just asked a couple minutes ago, just if we all desire this transcendent life, how do we get there? Yeah. Um, one thing we did not talk about yet on this pod was Dave using the word repent, which doesn't seem to be the most popular word yeah. in church society today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is a before Christ And there's an after Christ and there's a moment of decision. And the cool thing about rooted is you don't have had to have gotten there yet. And if you're not there, maybe, maybe this is going to shed some light um, in things in your life that makes you desire Mm -hmm. to surrender and yield your life to Christ. But you can't get to a transcendent life. You can't get there without Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, is there anything more exciting than that to be a part of introducing the power of the living God to somebody mm-hmm. who who needs it? We all need it. Um, and maybe some of us, you know, we've been living this Christian life for a long time. And maybe um, maybe we're tired and we just need to be refreshed, you know, um, and we were able to bring that. Um, I'm looking at this scripture in Titus. I keep reading it over and over again. Um, because we talked about Nicodemus, we talked about the woman at the well, we talked about how in both of those stories, um, Jesus is essentially saying, if you only knew who you were talking to, yeah. if you only knew um, that I could give you living water, you'd never thirst again, you know, hmm. um, and, and it was great the way you highlighted the way he said this to a th- theologian of sorts and the way he said this to uh, a commoner to a woman much you know just yeah. the scandal of talking to a woman at the wall um and so i i have to say barry your byob series changed my life i have been reading the bible since i was a small child but having new go ahead tools. new king james go ahead always <laughs> new king james i want to I want to, I want to shake King James's hand when I get to heaven and thank him for his new edition. It's my favorite. What? <laughs> no, it giving me new ways to look at the scriptures that I've been reading my whole life. And now I can't, I can't read a scripture without wanting to go behind and go of, and then, and then make the application of what's in front it. The summer changed my life. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So I'm looking at Titus three. Verse three, it says, At one time, at one time, we too were foolish. (laughs) We were disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. Enslaved. There's that that stronghold. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. At at one of the services, you might have said it at all the services, but you said, you know, we we hate each other. Mm -hmm. We do. It's part of it's part of the brokenness.
0: Mm.
3: Being hated and hating one another. And then here's the turn. But when the kindness and the love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we've done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the washing that's the water, the washing of rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Mm hmm that scripture has just been like lights off, lights on. (laughs) Mm. You were this way, you were hating each other, all kinds of envy, malice, uh, passions, pleasures, lights off. Mm. And then the kindness appeared and the love of our God lights on. If we could turn the lights on Mm. for people all over this region, that's what we have the opportunity to do. That's why rooted makes me want to jump out of my seat because we can give this to so many.
2: Cool. All right. Beautiful. Marin,
3: when, when are you preaching? You asked the question.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's
3: what that, That's what this weekend is meant for me. Yeah, it's lights on. Hmm.
2: What about you guys? Jesse and Barry, what uh what either either what are you excited about for the series that we're in or what this past weekend impacted you that you maybe you weren't expecting?
4: Um, so my husband and I have been in a lot of conversation about rooted, obviously, because that's what most of my conversations yeah. are about these days. <laughs> um and he hasn't experienced it. So I'm really pumped um for him to to go through it, um, actually, uh, my husband and I are going to participate with our current group. Um, so, he is going to... Oh, you're
2: going to be a participant? Yes. You're going to direct it and participate?
4: I'm going to do my best. So, you're going to
2: give yourself, like, your own feedback cards? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not leading my group, so oh. I'm just going to be an active participant in my group. I'll lead the leaders of my group. And- okay. I will take off They'll my director hat. They'll just know that you're judging them. <laughs> no, never. Okay. They're great. They're going to be awesome. Um, so I'm, a, I'm just excited about that. He he and I have talked a lot lately about, um, you know, what what was he made for? Um, and mm. he's in this place of trying to define um, what God is calling him to and what his purpose is. And um, there's part of me that's like, okay, God, like, please deliver yeah. the next 10 weeks for him. Um which I'm trusting that he will. I really believe that um, his eyes are going to be open to to new and exciting things. Um, so I'm just really excited about the two of us um, having this shared experience with each other, um, with our group. I mean, I've been talking about this with our group since January. And so mm. Um, mm. they're all really, uh, really excited. And I'm, I know a little bit nervous too, because uh, it is a big commitment, but I think it's going to take each of us deeper, um, not only with God, but, um, each of our marriages too. Um, I know a lot of people out there who are doing rooted with their spouses and I'm just excited for the conversations that he and I are going to have around the dinner table at night. And, yeah. um, I just, I, I am anticipating what's, what's coming and I think cool. it'll be really refreshing.
0: I think it'll be
2: good too. Yeah.
3: So I am one of those people that's going to have to wait until winter winter or spring um, my husband hasn't done rooted yet. I did it only because I'm on staff, um, and I'm excited for him to do it. and, and maybe he'll do a men's group at Fisher's. Mm-hmm. We haven't quite nailed that down yet, but we can't do it together because right now my schedule just won't allow. But he I can am... lead
2: one. They need leaders,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and maybe he will because I mean he he wanted to sign up for one slot, so sometimes slot, but it got filled pretty quickly, so he he missed the mm-hmm. boat on that one. Um, but I I do want to. Go through this as a couple, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean, to anybody else who's in a similar boat, um mm-hmm. let's say maybe if you're in Mary Poppins and you just don't have the time um <laughs> just hold on and mm-hmm. wait till till the next time it rolls around,
2: Yeah. what about you, Barry? What am I excited about for this series or or, just or this in general weekend? yeah, what are you excited yeah what random <laughs> thing are you excited about? <laughs> Uh, either this past weekend, like what gets you excited for Grace Church or yeah. w- about this series? Um, what, think, are, what are you thinking? What's I going mean, the on?
1: The answer is kind of the same. I think, I think with both Rooted and the series and just in general where we're headed, I feel like we are beginning to help people open their eyes to kind of a new a new normal mm. that is possible mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. them. So I, I've probably said this before on the podcast, but when I was traveling for World Next Door, one of the things I kept encountering were these people doing incredible things for the kingdom, giving up so much of their life for for incredible things and so loving and passionate and deep community and all this amazing stuff. And initially I thought, wow, what a bunch of extreme, crazy examples hmm. of Christ followers. And, I, you know, that's how initially I was like, wow, that person's out, out of their mind. They're so loving and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that there's this community is so unique and weird. And then it, after a while, years and years of this, I keep encountering it, keep encountering it. I finally realized, oh, oh. We're the weird yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones who are normal. That's what it actually looks like to follow Jesus. And not, none of them are perfect, obviously, you know, but to see that so often and to realize, wait, that's actually possible for yeah. us. Mm. To me, this series is just a taste of kind of my passion, which is to help people here realize that the, what normal even looks like. Mm-hmm. And in, in in this new phrase that we're using, that you were made for more, that there is more Than what you have right now that is possible for you, regardless of how far Mm -hmm. you are in your journey, there is more, Mm -hmm. there is more because our God is so far beyond anything that we could imagine. And Mm -hmm. he has great plans. Like he's doing some really cool stuff and we get to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Obviously I get, I get really geeked out thinking about what, what the future might hold as we think through this as a community. And, and as we go through rooted and people start like, I believe a lot of folks are going to just take a huge jumpstart in their faith Absolutely. because of rooted some people, it may be like just a good experience that they have some good conversations and some people are going to like rocket mm-hmm. farther ahead from where they were mm-hmm. in 10 weeks. And so mm-hmm. regardless, we're all as a community going to be moving closer and closer to normal and yeah. And normal being something that in our world is actually quite extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: That's fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes. And it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking that away from you, Tyler. No, yeah. <laughs> no way. You give, you this give is the Marin. reason I do the pod. You gotta give Maren the soundboard at some point.
3: Can we, maybe we can like rotate the soundboard? No way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so where are we going?
2: What's, what's happening next? Dave, you said next week we're talking about Stronghold, Strongholds. So that sounds like a blast. It's gonna be
1: a blast. <laughs> we're gonna have everybody come up okay. and talk about their, their Stronghold, yeah. right? This, yeah. it, it might packs. not be
3: a great weekend for fun facts, but my daughter sat next to me in service, the the first service at at Fisher's, yeah. and she's like, "Mom, can I see the app? I want to see if there are any fun facts." Oh, and there were none. Oh, I can't overemphasize the importance of fun facts. That's Deva- devastating. Fun strongholds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I
0: you should, all right here make pressure. all the fun
1: facts about facts about castles. Look.
2: Just do that. Yeah, like a stronghold. This is
1: why you're good
5: at this. On Thursday, I'm just trying to get this in the hands of communication so that they can put it in the app. And sometimes I'll sit there at 2 o'clock on Thursday afternoon going, Oh, fun facts.
1: Uh, okay, I yeah. gotta make something up. It's getting yeah. to the point now that where as I'm working on a sermon, I'm writing fun facts in my See, notes as I, I go. Stop. No, just I am, because I'm... Am, I am, he's a seven. Get, I'm he like, this seven. is gonna be a great fun fact. Yeah. I love my son. <laughs> However. In three weeks, I get to finally have a fun fact about the steel of Minerva. Minerpta. And you know, oh
0: Desi's gonna
3: love it I'm
1: sure This is why all the kids like you
5: Because so you have fun things yep. <laughs>
2: Alright, so that's all right, a Stronghold sounds like a blast Can't I'm wait. telling you dad, hashtag
5: castle facts Just do that <laughs> <Castle facts.
2: laughs> uh, okay. And speaking of next week guys uh, We've got a holiday coming up Ooh, yeah. Uh, so we will not be here at the regular regularly scheduled times and place, so look for us on Wednesday to be published. Dave, we need to talk to you about uh, whether you're available to record on Tuesday or not. Yeah, baby. All right. <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs> See, put that put that in the app. Yeah, yeah. baby. Kids yeah. will love that.
2: So uh, we will be back next Wednesday. We will not be around on Tuesday, so we'll we'll catch you then. But uh, Marin, until then, do you want to please send us out?
3: I will. Until then, do justly, love, mercy, and walk humbly with your God.
2: And we will see you on the other side of Sunday.